0: I challenge a lot of people is just pick up the phone and and make a phone call. Uh, What are your needs? It could be a pregnancy center. It could be, you know, a foster care home. It could be a recovery home. uh, It could be a a nonprofit ministry, an after school program. There is a lot of uh, places within your community that help men, women, kids, the elders,
1: Hey, my friend, what a joy to welcome you to the Influencers Podcast. I'm Scott Young, and we are going to have an absolutely incredible time today. Our co host Dave Donaldson is out on assignment. He literally is on the other side of the world helping our outreach efforts in the Ukraine. Please keep him and the team that's there in prayer. But I'm glad you're with us. And on this program, which is going to be a rubber, meets the road time. In fact, our guest has just finished unloading three trucks. Compassion ministry beats in the heart and soul of Tony Phillips. He began with business, but about 10 years ago became involved as a volunteer in helping other people. That eventually led him to every Arkansan which is a ministry that helps people. He uh, is really dedicated to community. He's dedicated to empowering people and sharing the good news of God's love wherever he goes. He is a fitness. I want to say fanatic, but I've been with him. He serves on a team that I work on, and he is he's super fit. In fact, he and his wife run a gym called Stronger Together Fitness. It's a CrossFit uh, affiliate, and uh, they work with people not just physically but spiritually, intellectually, to see them get better. They work with both men and women uh, to help them recover when they get off track with life-controlling issues, um, and they help people. And uh, Tony, we are so glad that you have joined us on the Influencers Podcast because we're here to just see people making a difference in their world, and then really asking God to help all of us to make a difference in the world we live in. Welcome to the Influencers Podcast.
0: Thank you, Scott. I appreciate being on here.
1: Hey, we're so glad you're here. Let's just start at the beginning. If someone walked up on the street and just were shaking your hand, just greeting you for the first time and said, Tony, tell me a little bit about yourself. What would you say?
0: Well, first say how long do you have? (laughs) But really, (laughs) Scott, you know... I'd probably just talk to them because, you know, my mom says I don't meet a stranger. I I love people. Uh, You know, my wife says when I meet people, uh, you know, they're like my best friend. Uh, I just really love people and love to be able to serve and help folks. And uh, I I really think that being able to say who I am is I'm a child of God and I just love people, you know, And, and I really try to meet them where they're at, no matter what I get to do or what I'm doing, whether I'm walking in the grocery store or whatever it is, I just, I just love to speak to
1: people and make them happy. You know what I'm saying? So you were involved in business and then became a volunteer with Compassion Ministry and eventually found your way to working for Every Arkansan Ministry. Can you just tell us about that journey?
0: Yeah, Scott. So that was such a crazy journey. So I started going to church and I saw that Every Arkansan, the Dream Center side, was doing some Christmas stuff, thanks serving, then Christmas mall, and I saw him on the screen. I was like, hey, man, how, how do I get involved in that? I was between jobs, you know, laid off, not working. So I said, let me try to volunteer. Never volunteered before. Didn't know what it was about. Didn't know how to do it. Uh, and it was with the Dream Center doing after school, 2.30 to like five, hanging out with the kids, doing homework, you know, playtime. Uh, and that's where I really started kind of serving there at the Dream Center, just as a volunteer. Uh, built relationships with the executive director, Drew Davis. Uh, you know, I was back in 2009, 2010. Uh, And I really loved it. Uh, I ended up getting a job and I didn't want to leave volunteering. That's crazy to say, but I ended up getting a job uh, working and uh, I didn't want to leave, you know, Uh, the kids. I mean, my truck would drive down the street. I remember the day that uh, I had to drive down the street and tell Drew like, hey man, I'm going to start working. So you won't see me as much. Man, kids would run out there, jump, jumped on my truck. Hey, Mr. Tony, you staying today, Mr. Tony. And man, I had to turn Scott like, I mean, I was like crying because I was like, I'm not going to be able to be here. So I was trying to really figure out a way, Uh, but then started working uh, for a little while. And then Drew and I, you know, we still uh, kept in contact over the years, really trying to find something where I could serve. I was still serving what I got to do at work as a regional director for uh, Goodwill Industries of Arkansas. I got to do that. Uh, And then the opportunity came up in the position I'm currently at. Drew called me. Uh, He said, hey, man, I need to talk to you. And I said, yeah, man, what's going on? I need to talk to you right now. I said, well, tomorrow I'm off. It was Wednesday. I said, tomorrow I'm off on Thursday. I think Friday I go in at noon. Let's, let's do coffee. He goes, no, this is important, man. I need to talk to you. Where are you at? I said, I'm at the gym coaching, man. I'm a coach. And he goes, what time do you stop coaching? I said, 630. He says, I'll be there. I go, man, it must be important. He came in here. We talked for about two hours here at the gym, just about city serve, what it could be. It was on his heart that, you know, might be something that I could do. I've been with them for a long time, serving just as a volunteer. I said, you know, let me talk with my wife and pray about it. And then, uh, you know, the next week I kind of touched base. Of course, had some questions. What does it look like? All that kind of stuff. And, um, and then here we are today. You know, three years as of October last year,
1: uh, we've been a ministry. So it's been a journey for sure, Scott. Been a journey. So you've just finished today, before we started podcasting, unloading three trucks. You are, um, explain to people what you do at CityServe and who you're doing it for. You, I think your great love of people comes out just in your answer that even when you had to go to work, you are still absolutely committed to loving people and literally felt like you were being pulled away from them. But why did you just unload three trucks? What are you about today? And what is CityServe doing?
0: Yeah, so today we actually unloaded three trucks, uh, mattresses, and some uh, resources from like Costco and Pottery Barn. And really, we're getting these ready for our local churches here. You know, we empowered the local church really uh, to go out there and meet those needs. So uh, my team of guys were there Tuesday through Saturday, 8 to 12, uh, unload those trucks, get them all sorted into categories, and really uh, get ready to serve the church and empower them. Uh, it's been pretty cool to see in the last three years. Uh, Just doing just that, you know, we tell guys in our warehouse, we do four things really well. We unload trucks, we sort them, we pick the order for the church and we load them up. But we do it with excellence. Everything that we touch, our guys know. Everything we touch has an opportunity to share the gospel. So we got to treat it as that. Uh, you know, we got to be good stewards of what God has gifted us with. So that's why it's so fun to do that, you know, unload trucks. I'm in a warehouse. I was wearing bibs. It's cold here, you know, uh, but we, that's what we get to do. We don't have to do it. We get to do that. So uh, it's a, it's a great opportunity for us to serve the local church.
1: So, so how do mattresses that you just unloaded, how do mattresses help serve people in your community through the local church? How does that connect?
0: Man, that is so good. You know, here, you know, in Arkansas, you got to think about a mattress. We might think of it. I'm going to bed tonight and I'm going to sleep on a mattress. But really, for foster care, for us, a mattress, you know, uh, can keep a kid in their home. So for us, we really want to chase those things that the community needs. And when we're able to get mattresses in, get it to that mama for that, kid to be able to stay in we'll get a phone call the church will call us and you know typically it's 24 to 48 hours they need to get a mattress or a box springs or something like that so what we try to do is chase those items we have top five items that we know every church needs uh, that they're able to do that because sleeping on a mattress it keeps a family together Uh, especially in the state here with that foster care number we want
1: to continue to help as much as we can with that yeah, So I'd heard a story of uh, CityServe and it was uh, to helping a mother that was a, really a good mother, loved her children, they went to school clean, they went to school fed, but someone came in to investigate and they found that her home had no beds for the ch- children and they were going to take the children out of the home from this good mother because it was, in their estimation, essential they slept on a bed. And City Serve, help to get beds to keep those children with their loving mother and continue them on a path towards success. So it's amazing how you guys are taking material things and seeing them really make life change. So thanks so much for that. You and your wife also work with um, recovery. (laughs) You are physically fit i i i don't know if we can put up we need a picture of tony cuz he is physically fit <laughs> man and you do you you still work in it with a gym right you still you and your wife still operate a yeah. gym okay so we you sure are do own an operate a gym and you and you uh uh are spiritually helping those people as well emotionally helping those people as well cuz you're committed to helping people that have found their lives broken and you're helping them to find recovery. So tell us about how God is not just using you physically, but spiritually and emotionally to make a tremendous difference in people's lives.
0: Man, Scott, I could be here for days talking about this program, our ST Reach program here at our gym. Uh, God has just opened up those doors for us to own this gym and then now be able to open the door for uh, the recovery groups with the, the men and women that we work with to be able to come in here and really work on self and being the coming in here their hour of the day, uh, just to, just to be able to work on themselves. We actually had some classes this morning, uh, and it was awesome to see, I had a gentleman that's done been here three times and, uh, he came to me before he left and he says, Tony, you know. Uh, I really didn't want to come to the gym. It was part of kind of the thing that they said that we need to come to it. Uh, I didn't know really what it was about, but this is like the third time that I've been here. And he goes, just like six months ago, I was living on a street and didn't have a home. And now I, mm-hmm. I'm able to come in here and work on myself and see that I can do hard things. Right. You know, uh, because what we think about and feel about with CrossFit is we don't do it alone. We're side by side with somebody else. We know how we feel, but we're doing it in community. And I think the guys are able to see that when they walk in here, there's a difference when they walk out that, man, I I actually did that workout and didn't think that I could do that. Uh, And it's been a great opportunity to see the men and women come in here uh, and do that uh, with the, with the working out with each other, they get to team up. Um, It's been really, really cool to see how God has used this platform uh, to to work on those men and women here uh, and going through recovery in their journey.
1: Uh, do you have some examples of people that you've helped to give hope to and uh, to encourage them on their life journey and that they, they're walking different today because of the encounter they've had and the influence you've had in their life?
0: Yeah, I got two gentlemen I really speak of uh, that have just graduated their program. It was a year-long program. Um, they've been coming here on the program every Thursday morning at 530 a.m. They work out. Uh, We've done this program now for about 25 months. uh, So it's been pretty cool to see that. So they've graduated. uh, They've invited us to their graduation. They just got their first apartment uh, through a local church. It's really cool how God intertwines everything Uh, through a local church. They were able to kind of get some uh, furniture to kind of kick off their new apartment. Uh, They got a job. Um, and they're in a life group uh, at, at one of our churches and able to share that with other people. Uh, it's been really cool to see them come back and want to tell their story like, hey, I just got my license. Hey, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm able to get my checking account now. Um, mm-hmm. One of the guys came in last night and actually uh, showed me uh, his his uh, first paycheck. Uh, from his job that he got. So it's some of those basic life skills that I think sometimes we take advantage of or just think take for granted that you know that's what it is. But for these guys, it's an opportunity, you know to to, to put that shame aside and know that they add value, they have purpose, um, you know, they have gifts and talents. And, and if it's me an hour in the morning on a Thursday to do some fitness with them, to pray with them before, how did the workout go after? you know, speak some encouraging words to them, hang out with them, do some cookouts here at the gym. Uh, If that's what it takes, um, it it has been amazing to see the men and women uh, be able to do just that. Uh, And it's really cool. It's kind of like they're all my kids, right? (laughs) When they get that job or, you know, they have that that uh, that next step, that moment uh, that they want to come share. And I think for my wife and I, uh, that is that has been what has been really on our
1: heart um to be able to see that and it's really cool to see that happen you you said a a a phrase just when you were telling your story uh to put their shame aside and that is so powerful because the the enemy of our souls uh deceives people into wrecking making poor decisions and then shames them for it to keep them away from help and um uh, you're not just helping people at the gym the City Serve Center that you are in, if we've got it right, is right across the road from a prison.
0: Yes, yes, that is correct.
1: <laughs> so tell me about some of those guys that come out of prison. You're like the first thing they see and how yeah. you become involved in helping prisoners. They can be set free, but they still need to be set yeah. free.
0: Yeah, you know, it is it, it's, it's right across the street. You know, uh, we work with the recovery program that works with us Tuesday through Friday, uh, 8 to 12. And they're really our hands and feet. It's part of their journey in recovery is to serve. That's part of one of their uh, things. So they leave Good. at 12, do Bible studies. But we've had a lot of guys come through the program. I think so far, three years we had about 116 gentlemen come through our program uh, here at CityServe. But it's really cool to see those guys come in and, you know, they don't want to do it at first. I got to work in a warehouse. It's cold. But then also, too, there's a great reminder across the street where they were, and they can see that every Mm -hmm. single day, Um, you know, even to a point where some of them tell me that, you know, just pointing out what pod they were in. You see that window down there, Tony? That's where I was at. And I never thought I'd be on this side. And look how close God put me to remind me of what I need to do and and I need to continue to chase after him. So it's been – it. the opportunity for those men uh, to be able to see that uh, I knew God picked that warehouse for us, a broken down warehouse. It was abandoned. Um, but I think for city serve and being able to work in those men um, and keep them that close has um, been really um, good to see them see in self that they do have purpose uh,
1: and influence uh, for that. So that's really cool to see. That, that's a powerful metaphor, too, that that hope and help is not far away. It's on the that's other right. side of the street. You, you just you need to make that transition from where you are physically, spiritually, emotionally to a new place. And you're an influencer. You're saying, hey, the door is open on this side of the street. We want to help you. There are people who are listening right. that are hearing your story about how you got involved in making a difference and really how you planted a seed a decade ago and it's growing into this fabulous tree of compassion now and they're just wondering like where could i find a place to volunteer how could i f- make a difference and so what kind of tools or what kind of suggestions would you give to somebody who says, you know, I'd like to start volunteering. You had this moment that entered your mind yeah. where you hadn't volunteered. But that one action is like a domino that has this whole string that's come down. But What about that first domino? Someone's just thinking, where can I make a difference? How work In my community, what can I look for?
0: Yeah, that's a great, great question there, Scott. You know, what I would say is that um, really you can think about Anything, whether it's a food bank, a school, um, I think it's just a phone call. You know, I I challenge a lot of people is just pick up the phone and and make a phone call. Uh, What are your needs? It could be a pregnancy center. It could be, you know, a foster care home. It could be a recovery home. uh, It could be a a nonprofit ministry, an after school program. There is a lot of uh, places within your community that help men, women, kids, the elders, you know, do you go to a retirement home and, you know, read or play games? You know, it is, it's really, I would just pick up the phone. And the question that I would ask is, hey, I'm looking somewhere to volunteer. Um, I don't know what your needs are, uh, but I just want to be able to volunteer. Is there anything that I could do to volunteer? I mean, it's that simple question to any of those types of communities or communities of people And I think for me, you know, I was in church and I was able to see it, but I did that. I picked up the phone to the director and I said, how do I volunteer? I've never done it before. They walked me through it. And even when I first got there, I still didn't know what to do, but I was present with the kids and I was just there and I was consistent. I think consistency was the thing that I probably learned the most in the early part of my volunteering uh, was being present and consistent in the moment. Uh, but I would say pick up the phone. I would challenge anybody to do it and just ask that simple, simple question. I don't know what you guys need, but I'm willing to help or volunteer. What could I do for
1: you? What does that look like for you? What magnificent advice. I hope you heard that. You don't have to be a professional. Be present, which means showing up, and then do that consistently. Be present in where there's a need. Keep your eyes open. Keep your heart open and just keep doing it. And that's what you've done. You've done that for a decade. Uh, People that are listening, maybe in Arkansas, maybe wondering how they could follow some of what's happening with Every Arkansan Ministry and CityServe there. And how would people kind of connect more with what you're doing in your state?
0: Yeah, so they can connect with us uh, on our uh, website, everyarkansan.org. Check us out there. It has both of our ministries, the Dream Center and CityServe on there. Uh, there's a quick, easy link to click to volunteer. Uh, it walks you through pretty simple. You can come hang out with us, unload trucks, uh, you know, serve churches, um, you know, go out with our mobile program. So it's really just just getting on our website, checking that out, uh, and then come hang out with us. We'll walk you through everything. What I always tell people is, you got to take the first step. The hardest step is showing up. You know, I tell the guys when they walk in the gym here, uh, the hardest step is to show up, and the door's always open. So
1: you just got to meet me halfway. So to everyone who's listening, think about where you could show up and uh, just be aware that CityServe, which is an organization that we love on this podcast, they are helping people from the neighborhoods in Arkansas to the nations. Literally today, Dave Donaldson is over with the team helping the uh, Ukrainian crisis that's going on. And it's not just watching what other people are doing. It's in just quietly listening. To that still small voice the voice of the holy spirit that says, how can i make a difference where can i go and i want to i have a just a strong uh a desire strong leading to pray against shame just as we close this time tony that shame is keeping some people held back and uh, I just want to pray with you. So just join with me, friends. You're listening. Lord, we just pray that shame would be broken, that someone that feels stuck could take that first step, just like Tony talked about, to step away from the shame, to walk across the street. Mm-hmm. The door is open. Help is open. We pray for a boldness to come from the Holy Spirit that will help them make a difference. In Jesus' name we pray and we say Amen. 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 Tony, thank you for spending so much time with us. And we encourage everyone that's listening to be salt where you are, to be light where you are, to make a difference in your world and to make a difference in the world by being an influencer. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Tony. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. If you enjoy our content, we would love for you to subscribe and have the opportunity to tune in to future podcasts. You can follow us on all social media platforms at The Influencers Podcast Official. You can stay up to date, hear more inspiring content, and unlock your full potential as an influencer.
0: Remember to use your influence to create lasting change that draws the world closer to Jesus.